It's Tuesday, June 29th, and you've got Oz in your ears. This is David Osmond for Radio Free Oz, and I'm backstage just uh, off the main set of Afghan Gladiator. That's that hot new TV show that gives returning vets from AFPAC a chance to go back for another tour of counterinsurgency. Exciting show, and here's the winner of tonight's contest, the former National Guardsman who already revolved through eight tours over there. It's PTSD First Class Crystal McStanley. Well, tell us something about yourself, Chris. Uh, yes, sir. Well, um, I joined the Marines when I was 18 for on-the-job training, and it sure was because, uh, like, uh, three days later, I was in AFPAC. Oh, <laughs> want to go back, but they said I'm too used up, so I guess I showed them up. Well, I guess you did. Well, Ed, you, you must have brought home some souvenirs or something from your last tour, right? Yeah, PTSD, night sweats, the crabs, and I used to be a woman, but the Army took care of that the last time I, I looked. Oh, really? Well, well, that's sad, uh, but yet there's something comfortably uh, ironic about, about that, too, Chris. But uh, tell us all about the Afghan Gladiator Challenge. Well, sure, sir. Uh, first, there's the uh, pop-up firefights. Uh-huh. I get five points for every turban, and, and I lose five for every CD. That's collateral, collateral damage. damage. I ended up just, just over even. Uh-huh. Then there's the uh, IED swamp thing. I had to drain the swamp and replace it with a girl's school uh-huh. without blowing anybody up. Uh-huh. And, Nation building. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And then comes Bribe the Warlord stuff, bribe you know. Warlord, it's uh-huh. T-Up or get terminated on the Kabul to freaking nowhere highway. Cost me an arm and a leg. Oh, really? Glad it wasn't mine. Uh-huh. Well, me too. Say, you survived those first three t- challenges, and, and but 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 how did the big show end up? It ended up, man, in the poppy field. You know, you have to dream your way out of it. Really? It's kind of like the war itself, huh? Well, tell me, how, how'd you do it? Well, I used my big jar here of Fratricide. It's, it's a meth-enhanced electrolyte replacement system, and it keeps me up all day. Because, yeah. see, over there, they, they, they own the day uh, and the night. It oh. really doesn't matter. Well, uh, so wait, you, you won something, though, besides the, the tour to go back. Yeah, right? I get this case of Bud Light Lime. That's enough to get the general from Paris to Berlin in my new Hummer. The Army gave you a Hummer? And just the down payment, but it's got robusted air conditioning and skin seats. Well, so cool. that's your job. It's not, not a tough one. You're just driving the general. No, huh? sir. Our orders are to clear hold and forget about it. Well, well what about winning the war? There's no winning, sir. It's uh, uh, just survival. Well, PTSD, First Class Crystal McSamley, that's just what you've done on Afghan Gladiator today. So, from me to you, good luck on your way back to Stan. Thanks. By the way, all those countries over there are called Stan something. What does that mean? Did they tell you what that means? Yeah, sir, Stan is Muslim for pain. Afghani pain, Uzbekis pain, Paki pain, Missouri pain. (laughs) Well, no pain, no gain. Yeah, well, lots of one and uh, none of the other. But but it's a good war, sir. Uh I already signed up my unborn children to... Go over there and forget what I'm going to go over and uh, clear and hold. Well, it sounds like you've got it all under control, uh, Stan. And and, and this is uh, David Osmond for Radio Free Oz here at the Bob Hope Studios in Burbank, California. Yeah, you do have Oz in your ears. You're either up on RadioFreeOz.com, streaming away, or you're iPodding or doing something electronically interesting. I'm your host, Peter Bergman, my co-host, David Osmond. Hey, Pete, it's good to be back on the air after being on the road. That's true. Yeah, show's in uh, Ashland, uh, the center of uh, American Shakespeare. They sure like 
sure liked our new Anything You Want To. That went over beautifully. Uh, well, since uh, <clears throat> since Shakespeare wrote that great scene about the oil spill 400 years ago. Yeah, how do you know? I don't know. And all those BP references. The guy is prescient, Oh, man. smart, oh. smart, really smart. Uh, Mr. Bergman? Oh, uh, Sheriff Axehandle. Excuse me for Come interrupting. Come on in. Yeah, excuse it's me time for, for your report. Yeah. Well, I, I got my weekly report here, and it sure is. A, uh, there, I tell you, there's a strange history here to this uh, Tuesday through Thursday. Three days last week I want to talk to you about. I feel it's, it's uh, always strange when well, you come in the studio, uh, uh, Sheriff. On, uh, on, the, on the Tuesday at uh, 6.13 p.m., a caller uh, up there on Mountain View Lane, got into an argument with a neighbor over politics, and the neighbor began throwing things into the caller's yard. No. Just like that. Yes, siree. And then uh, the next day, now yeah. see if you're finding a pattern in this, okay? Next day at 8.18 in the morning, the remains of a television were reported next to the roadway right there by Goss Lake Road and Melody Lane. Well, you know, if they forensics doing a little forensics and if they find out what the last channel was if it was fox it might have been you know an enraged liberal if it was keith olbermann it might have been an enraged rightist somebody threw the news out well it's one of these fellas down there on mountain view i i, I think now thursday then yep. then to just carry Always this a on. tricky day here on the island we're talking 4 a.m mr mm. bergman 4 a.m in the Hour morning of the wolf man a caller on sills road complained about a ranting neighbor that man, it's 4 a.m., sir. That man was on his porch yelling. Just yelling. Yeah. I think it was the same man with the politics who threw out the TV, but... And threw things in the other person's yard, God knows what. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, there's some dead dogs and deers, but I'm not going there. I'm going to move on to 7.10 in the evening. Now, it's the summertime. So same day. We got uh, long, long, days. long days here. A dog attacked a goat on Jewett Road. No. Yeah. And the caller said it looked like the goat was going to die. Well, there was a peace, uh, 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 there was an armistice between the dogs and the goats on the island. Somebody broke it. I never heard of a fighting goat before, not on this island, I'll tell you that. Well, here's the topper, here's the topper. Uh, just a few minutes left after that, at 7.21 p.m., caller on Watkins Road reported that a woman walked into the house uninvited, walked right in, she asked, where's the puppy? <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't tell you. I mean, uh, it looks like a goat to me. Yeah, well, she said that. She said that. She asked that. Where's the puppy? And she left willingly, the caller said. But, you know, she came back again later looking for that puppy. Now, I see a pattern here, Mr. Bergman. I, I see a pattern. I, I'll be back next week and we'll figure it out, okay? You bet. Did a piece recently on WikiLeaks. Dot org, the organization the, that has been uh, kind of releasing a lot of secret American documents and films, and including that incredible footage from the gunning down from helicopter of the civilians and the reporters in Iraq. Well, it appears that WikiLeaks.org plans to release as soon as this week documents related to a U.S. airstrike that killed Afghan civilians last year and plans to release combat footage of this incident this summer, the founder of the whistleblower site said in a recent interview. And that founder is Julian Assange, said the documents pertain to an attack near the Afghan city of Garani, which killed scores of civilians in May 2009, a little over a year ago, and now it's going to be revealed. I'm sure the Pentagon is totally unhappy about this one. 
In April, WikiLeaks released video footage of a U.S. Apache helicopter attack in Iraq that killed several uh, civilians, including two employees of the Reuters News Service. You know, that was part of one of that collages we did where he says, you know, come on, come on, fire. And they just keep bapping away at him with 50 millimeter machine guns. The release uh, catapulted WikiLeaks into global headlines and sparked debate over a site that aims to uncover government and corporate secrets. Uh Assange says WikiLeaks does not try to identify sources. They they asked him whether or not, you know, professor, uh, PFC, <laughs> Professor, I wonder, PFC Bradley Manning, the Army intelligence analyst who is now in a, um, I believe, a Kuwaiti prison because he released a whole bunch of documents. Uh, Assange will not uh, verify that Manning was the source for this. Uh, Nonetheless, they've secured three American lawyers pro bono to help Manning, a 22-year-old who is there in Kuwait, waiting for something to happen to him for leaking these classified or allegedly leaking these classified videos and documents to the whistleblower site. Assange, in his first public appearance since Manning's arrest, voiced concern about Manning's detention without charge and without access to a private lawyer. That's the U.S. military for you. At a European Parliament panel in Brussels, the WikiLeaks founder also took questions about his own security. His whereabouts had been the subject of much speculation in recent weeks. He canceled two appearances in the United States amid reports suggesting that U.S. authorities were seeking his arrest. Manning was also, I believe, supposed to have passed along, probably to Assange, some some over 200,000 State Department and Intelligence Services cables that he somehow had access to, made copies of, and sent along. It's going to be a nice, long, hot summer.